Punching Holes in the Darkness is a podcast by the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. It's an opportunity for pastors and leaders in Michigan churches to have their voices heard and to share how to best reach our mission field from Detroit to the Upper Peninsula. Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm Tim Patterson. I'm executive director here at the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. We want to welcome today uh, One Mission TV as our sponsor here at uh, Punching Holes in the Darkness podcast. They have been an invaluable partner with us since I've come here to uh, the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. What they effectively have done is they took all of our media resources and we put them together in this one neat package that One Mission TV takes care of. They're just doing an admirable job for us and have really taken us to a different level in our media work. Here's some things they've done for us. They've done web design, they can do logo design, designs for print materials, and of course, any kind of video presence and, and recording you'd like to do. And uh, they've really helped us enhance our online presence as they can for you. Great guys, great partners. You will be glad you have done this. They're really a one call media company and I think you'll be blessed by using One Mission TV. And friends, if you want to contact One Mission TV, you can do so at info at onemission.tv. That's info at onemission.tv. Now here's guest host, Dr. Tony Lynn, the BSCM State Director of Missions. Hey, welcome everybody. Today we're joined by uh, some of my favorite people in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cornelius and Marisa Roberson. Uh, yeah. Cornelius is a church planter in Detroit and his wife Marisa have been serving uh, there for some time. We became friends some years ago and, and I feel like I'm around family when I'm with them. So today I want you to hear about what God is doing in their lives and in their ministry, their church plant in Detroit. So uh, guys, if you would just tell us about yourself, tell us about your family, your background. Go ahead. Well, I'm Marisa Roberson. I am the rib of Cornelius Roberson, and I just uh, praise God for an opportunity to minister in a community I grew up in. So I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. I went to school at Burns School, and that was actually the school that we served. We had our services at Burns School. So we initially began in our homes, praying for the neighborhood. There were break-ins, various things happening in the midst of our community and uh, my husband said uh, he's also known as the sheriff of the community <laughs> <laughs> I stood beside him and uh, I could I, I understand why he is intimidating he so, is. <laughs> so um, we began praying and um, that prayer group grew and then we began um, meeting at Burr School. But first we had to find a place. We didn't know it was gonna be Burr School initially. And uh, when my husband did knock on Burr School door, the principal said, we've been waiting to partner with someone. Wow. And uh, that was just a miracle. And we thought it would be one price can, well, we, we're new, we're just starting. We don't have a lot of money and um, he gave one we gave one price, and then he lowered it to how much did he? Wow. Yeah, yeah. God, through God's grace, he lowered it to two hundred fifty dollars a month. A month. Oh, we man. thought it was going to be a week. We were asking for a week, and he That's said wonderful. a month. So, 
So we just um, we signed that contract. I can yeah. tell you that one. <laughs> I don't blame you. So uh, it's, it's, it's praising God to work with individuals, mm -hmm. young kids, yes. the, the uh, cleaning crew, various yes. teachers, PTA meetings, yeah. oh. you know, just partnering with the school that I went to. You know, I actually ran through those hallways. And, yes. Uh, so I, I'm just, it was, it was a blessing. Oh, that is inspiring. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Tell us about your family, your kids. Well, we have three adult children mm -hmm. or adults. They're mm -hmm. no longer children. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, CJ is a uh, senior, going to be a senior in, in college. He's a defensive lineman. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, he is, uh, he's taking his finals right now. And um, I felt really bad for him because he works out with his uh, team uh, daily. You know, he, yes. he went to Mount Union. He's attending the University of Mount Union in yeah. um, Ohio, uh, the, the Alabama Division Three. Um, wow. so, yeah, They won 13 national championships in football. And um, these guys are real about, you know, preparing. And yes. So he's home now, um, uh, taking his finals now and getting ready to eventually go back. So concerned about that. The campus life right now. I bet. Um, our middle son is Andrew. He works at a law firm in Dallas. Uh, we talk to him often. He's mm -hmm. he's uh, uh, he's like the paralegal specialist of the whole uh, law firm. Um, uh, originally, Andrew was going to be a lawyer, and I said, Andrew, what's wrong with being a lawyer? You know, you he's a voracious reader. He loves the yes. Lord. He, yes. he's all of that. He said, but Dad, they lie too much. <laughs> 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 I'm not a good liar. And I said, yeah, well, that's a good reason to be a lawyer. Yeah. And so, but not all lawyers do that, but we know the majority do. Yeah. Then our oldest, Javon, mm -hmm. uh, gave us four grandchildren. Mm -hmm. um, and okay. so we can't see them now. Yeah. Zoom. Zoom meetings. Yeah. Granddaddy, when can I come over? I hear you. Yeah. I said, brother, you got a cold right now. You can't. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I know. I, oh. I can feel your pain. Well, I'm so, glad that it sounds like they're all healthy and they're all doing well. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm great. Absolutely. 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 Well, hey, listen, fill us in on your ministry there in Detroit, Heart and Soul Community Church, yes. and your vision. Okay? Yes. Fill us in. Yes. Uh, in, in 2014, we just, we got together. We first, in 2012, started having small group meetings in our living room uh, together with the uh, block club president and men and women of our name. Our neighbors were coming to our meetings, a Bible study. Some have made transitions, Tony, that we were able to lead to Christ, and they made their wow. transitions um, in the midst of our prayer meeting. And so we knew definitively where they were. And their, yes. and their household was reassured. Yes. And then we really uh, partnered up with Campus Crusade, who helped us to develop what is called the Boxes of Love, where we, okay. at, at Thanksgiving time, they yeah. allowed us to give, uh, 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 it's a great evangelism tool, mm -hmm. to take a turkey and a box of love with cake mix, uh, fixings for a, a, a meal, uh, to the families in our community and introduce them to God, introduce that them to Jesus crazy. Christ. That's and it has worked. It has worked. It has uh, many of our members right now were beneficiaries of our boxes of love when we first got started. And they still come right now to this day. So we decided to take a mile. Let's take a square mile uh, and see if we can decide, evangelize and disciple a yes. square mile in the inner city of Detroit. That is in, nice. that, 
in that mile, Tony, it is 6,798 families, not people. Families. Over six, over, let me check, over 6,000 families? Oh, 67, over 6,700 families wow. in one square mile in the city. There's wow. plenty of, there's plenty of what the scripture says, the harvest is plentiful, yes. but the laborers are few. Yes. Um, so we went to the Lord of the harvest and started praying. Lord, send the people, send them. You can touch the hearts of the men and women in our community to wake yes. them up, wake the spiritual man and the woman up to come to love you. And may we minister to them in a way that they know it's you and not us. And so we started at a, a, a small school called Burns Elementary. My wife's uh, former elementary school as kids. And, and it was almost like a landmark. You know, it's like uh, you, we're meeting at Burns at 11. Yes. We didn't have to pass out flyers. We didn't have to do yeah. nothing. Everybody. No, knew. we did pass out flyers. <laughs> right, right. But but everyone but what it, knows where Burns School is. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah. And, yeah. I mean, uh, I did it. You you did the flyers and things like that. But yet, it was so significant in the community. Everybody knew the location as soon as you said the name yes. of the school. I yes. get that. Yes. Yeah. And so we we met there for two and a half years. God bless. Um, he opened the door. Um, some Sundays, Tony, it was maybe 50 people. Then other Sundays, it was the whole building was packed. Wow. And wow. We did a special event. It was, um, what, we were in the school and we said to tell our team, our setup team, go through the school, open up the classroom doors, and, well, she didn't know about this, uh, and find the chairs and bring the chairs down so the people could sit. And my son and his team will go through the whole school building. Uh, find 40, 60, 70 chairs just so people oh. come and sit at our at our, at our church meeting. Wow. And it just grew. It was just, it was a God thing. It was a God yes. thing. Yeah. Because we didn't have much when we first got started. I mean, we wow. didn't the barren essentials that we had in that. So. We truly wanted to reach the hearts and souls of yes. our community. Mm -hmm. And Cornell had initially came up with the name Heart and Soul Community Heart and Soul Church. Community. Based on Luke 10, uh, 27, mm -hmm. that we would love yes. to call our heart and soul yes. mm -hmm. and our neighbors as ourselves. And in Detroit, it is like a steep. When you say neighbors as ourselves, you still look at each other. They never heard this part of scriptures before. Yes. And we're, we're trying to say it is time that the church leads the world, not the world leads the church. Amen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, like uh, that. We kind of launched that in 2014. Um, God really just started to, it's, it's amazing what he can do. We think what we're going to do, then right. he starts in and do a tremendous miracle in the midst. So. Now, you joined with us in such a significant way just a few years ago with that core launch team and, and everybody mm -hmm. with you as they yeah. moved from the school with you. And yeah. now here's what's weird, and, and this is where I want to come to. Uh, I think it was before or after Christmas, you and I were talking and visiting and praying over the fact that you guys were undergoing such significant recent growth yeah. that you needed to expand and you're no longer at the school, but you're on a piece of property. Give the location and describe the, the need to have more space. Go ahead and do that. Right. Yeah. Well, go ahead. You want to go ahead? Well, um, initially we were at the school and we were, we were, we were comfortable there. We were grateful that they opened yeah. the doors up for, Friday night, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 and, yeah. and, and wow. didn't charge us any additional money, right. but yeah. the principal left, yeah. and the school board wanted to charge us over a thousand dollars, like 
$1,400 a month. And we were still, we're inner city, we're reaching the individuals in our community and we don't have the community that amount of money. Yeah, right. And um, so they said, well, you know, you need to leave this month. And this was Christmas and we were preparing for Christmas programs. The kids were rehearsing. And we were like, okay, well, we had a contract with the principal until March. And they said, okay, well, um, the end of February, March 1st, you know, you have to um, pay us this money or you have to leave. So we praise God that we began looking for a building that we can move our people and uh, the Lord opened the door. Well, actually, it was her, Tony, who found the building. <laughs> <laughs> our, our wives tend to be a little bit more spiritual than we are as men. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I saw a church in our community with a sign for sale, and I said, well, it's a church you know, right in our neighborhood mm-hmm. that is for sale. And we praise God that um, we went, we met with the, um, the owner of the building, yeah. and he said he had a good feeling about us. He gave us the amount of money and that would be cards. He said, we'll pray about it. So we, we, we were praying about it, and he called us. He said, we have a good feeling about you. I have a good, good feeling about you. I'll charge you zero percent. Friends, I want to introduce to you one of our new partners. It is GuideServe. They are our financial partner who helps us take care of all of our nickels and noses, so to speak. Uh, GuideServe is an outsourced accounting partner for our Baptist State Convention of Michigan. Uh, GuideServe provides professional accounting solutions to churches and ministries all across the country. And they offer, they truly offer some comprehensive accounting and payroll solutions to organizations ranging from a just beginning church plant to large churches and expansive ministries. And listen, if you'd like to know more about them, you can visit their website at guideserve.com or send them an email at info at guideserve.com. And by the way, if you mention BSCM, uh, when you do, it'll be a benefit to us as well. So. Welcome our new partner, Guideser. I saw a church in our community with a sign for sale, and I said, well, it's a church you know, right in our neighborhood mm-hmm. that is for sale. And we praise God that um, we went, we met with the, um, the owner of the building, yeah. and he said he had a good feeling about us. He gave us the amount of money and that would be cards. He said, we'll pray about it. So we, we, we were praying about it. Then he called us. He said, we have a good feeling about you. I have a good, good feeling about you. I'll charge you 0%. Wow. So, so we were like, okay, daddy, God, daddy. Yeah, you know, God, daddy. Yeah. Right. You, right. This is where you want us to be right, right. now. Right. It was less yeah. than what the board was going to charge us. Right. But yes. he gave us gated parking. It gave us, we could have Tuesday ministry, Wednesday yes. ministry, right. Friday. You know, sometimes as church planners, we're very limited to our uh, weekday ministry. But yes. this opened the door to we can really get into the community. We right. can really pass out flyers. And we started our door-to-door ministry. Matter of fact, Tony, before that, between February and March, we were supposed to be out. He allowed us to have service there. We never missed a beat. 
I don't even wow. know what was going. This right. is a God thing. Right. Yeah, it's a God thing. Yeah. Right. Um, we were going to close like the second week of March, but we needed to be out of the school by the end of February. So we were allowed to move forward and have service that next Sunday yeah. at yeah. our new location. Right. 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 And uh, the. Uh, the owner said you can have everything here. You can have all the chairs, everything, the computers, everything, everything. Everything. all the equipment. That We're, is incredible. Stuff. <laughs> this is why we have these conversations, yeah. so we can hear what God has yeah. been doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we bought equipment. We bought about 10000 maybe between seven dollars to $10,000 of equipment. We yeah. still have it packed. Oh, my stars. So That's everything, awesome. when you visit, 85%, maybe 90 was stuff. He just said, I'm through with the ministry take it over. It was almost like changing the, the, the turnkey. And we yes. stepped in and we made renovations. God sent us some great people in our ministries. Mm -hmm. And I tell guys this all the time, find the retired electrician. Yes. Hire yes. The retired H, uh, heating and cooling guys. Or the yes. Yes. Those are guys, they still well, on, on our, our team. team and help us. But <laughs> we didn't say, we didn't actually go out and look no, no. The Lord no. brought them, brought them to us. Yes. and uh, blessed us yep. with their presence Absolutely. and their gifts. So Absolutely. all the yep. gifts coming together yep. building the yep. ministry for God's yep. glory. Yep. So I, I agree. And, and listen, I've shared with your life over there, and I've seen, um, you know, uh, I know that your, your women come in and they make food for the children and the people that come <laughs> together. Yep. Uh, yep. I've heard tell that, you know, you guys have even said, hey, Turn out the lights and lock the doors. <laughs> you know, we've got to go home. Uh, we can't stay any longer, which yeah, is a beautiful yeah. element of fellowship. But explain to me. So things have gotten so fast uh, in their growth and so great mm -hmm. in their growth mm -hmm. that you're actually looking for a new place. Am I right? Uh, or yeah. looking for a solution? Yeah. In March, I, I contacted the office, state office, and I was talking yeah. about possibly buying the lots around us. Mm -hmm. uh, right. or, uh, and so we could potentially uh, be able to build a bigger sanctuary and bigger space for our people. Um, um, and then we say, wait, we got to spend X amount of dollars for a new space to yeah. build it. That was a lot of money, Tony. How yeah. about finding uh, 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 what they say, a slightly used building with yeah. more seats. And so we were looking at a church with about 400 seats to take. Now we started at about 50 seats. Okay. And so God has took us to at the new building, maybe 150. So wow. now we're saying we need about 400 seats yes. um, to, to, to continue to reach people um, in the midst of the of what we're dealing with at Heart and Soul. Yes. I think it was prayerful, you know, because we're in the midst of our community and yes. um, there's a building next door. We wanted to uh, buy that so kids can have a place to go after school. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, by the lines, as Cornell said. So we're we're prayerful. You know, Lord, what do you want us to do next? So we're just looking at and investigating, um, and you know, what does the Lord want us to do to, to try to buy these buildings, buy the lots, or you know, or make that move? So. Well, what it created was a buzz. Yes, yes. It was it was an excitement buzz created. Yes, wow, we're growing, we're stretching. Only some of the closets from Christmas. We do Christmas little, uh, um, um, I don't want to say Patrick Tree, but plays and Easter. Yeah, and yeah. My wife has created so much. We had to uh, find extra storage for this, uh, for the stuff. And 
for the the reefs, for the all the stuff we just had ran. It was a good starting point to develop yeah. great leadership in our church. This yeah. is the vision that God gave me. It just said, train these people to do the work, Ephesians. Train yeah. them to do the work of the ministry. And then when you do something else, they'll be equipped to do the work of the ministry so we can triple what we're doing right now. Amen. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, let's start to wrap up with that then. Because I, I believe it, and, and despite the, the desperate times we're in, you and I are talking here on a Friday, that even in this time, it seems like a lot of our church members are being the church personally in their lives, loving, mm-hmm. extending themselves in service, helping others, um, and doing it in their daily lives. So I think that. So, but here's the final thing I want to wrap up with. If I, if I could set you down in front of the 300, almost 300 churches here in Michigan, and, uh, you know, which would be thousands of members of churches and say, hey, you know, Cornelius, Marisa, you know, what is it that you would like us to pray for that as we come out of the COVID stay at home and we're released and we want to see this, uh, this demand that you do want to have space where you could be three times larger, you know, because with the rapid growth that you've experienced these recent months in your community of one square mile, wow, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that's just such a great precise vision and yet it touches uh, over 6,000, 6,700 families. Right. What would you say to everybody? Say, hey, this is where we need your prayers, okay? So just go ahead and offer that. We will just pray for our endurance in this time, that yeah. we will continue to focus on uh, the Holy Spirit who guide and protects us in this time, Tony. We, we always, you know, we always want to ask for resources and stuff like that. But I, I, my concern is, that at this time that we can focus on him, realize that there are men and women that we need to, in this downtime, through Zoom or even uh, door-to-door ministry, reach them while we have a time. You know, one well, I heard a stock man say one time, the best time to buy stocks is when they're low. Yes, yes. Right now, nobody's going nowhere. <laughs> Everybody yeah. should be in the house. Everybody should be in the home. We, yeah. I would really strongly say we should start a ma- um, our mailing campaign out right yeah, now. Yeah. Reach uh, those homes, um, um, uh, consulting uh, ministries. We have so many people that are broken, hurt, and afraid yes. right now, Tony. Yes. We need to uh, give them the gospel and say there's a God of Israel yeah. that loves you, that wants yeah. the very best for you at this time, and, and do you want him? Yes. Pray for the hearts of the individuals in the square mile. Mm-hmm. Um, normally at Easter, um, <laughs> the kids do a performance, and uh, we have, uh, you know, Cornell gives the word, and then we have a, a, the feast of the word, and, the, and then we have a feast following service uh, of food mm-hmm. and the community, you know, coming together. And right. I praise God, the Lord put on Cornell's heart, you know, we can't come together, we can't meet together but we can reach out to the community and give them Easter boxes of love. Yes. So, so we yeah. have a small rotation, a couple individuals in at a time, uh, packing items. And we, we just are so grateful that um, um, Cornell reached out to our crew members uh, regarding boxes. We had, yeah. were trying to buy boxes, but they wanted to sell us a hundred. And we said, well, we have 25 families 
everyone is trying right. to meet um, a need. Um, they're going through a trying time, single moms. And right. um, so we just praise God that our partnership of crew, they said, well, we have, you know, 25 boxes and Cornell said, you know, how much do you want us to pay you for the 25 boxes? So we went to get the 25 boxes and then Forgotten Harvest was there at the time and they said, um, you know, we have plenty of food. You can take food for your boxes. So, <laughs> they were unloading the food while we get the boxes. Wow. Curious George me walks up and says, uh, can we get some? He said, brother, take as much as you want. Right. We yeah. have strawberries, salads, we have vegetables, we have fruit, we, and, we, and we just was just piling in all those baskets. Yeah. And see, this is what I'm saying. This is the kind of thing, don't you? Yeah. God will do what we can do right. um, yes. for us, for our right. people. And right. he really, really showed me. Right. I don't know about her. So he, yeah. Yeah. So I praise God. Cornell had the desire. The Lord opened the door to get the boxes. While we were getting the boxes, we were able to get some fresh fruits. So we had some canned goods that we wanted to put in the boxes. Get the fresh fruits mm -hmm. and vegetables. Mm -hmm. yes. And then we had macaroni. I said, we got to get some cheese for the people. So oh, I went man. to a neighborhood store that we've partnered with in the past. and said, can you give us a deal on uh, some cheese to you know help our community? Right. And right. The gentleman said, we'll do better. I'll give you $10 certificates for each family. Oh man! The Lord just continue to open doors. Yes. Um, in the midst, so so just but praying for the hearts because um, the numbers have grown and shrunk and grown and shrunk and you know people deal with various trials. Right. And, right. And, and some get dismayed. So we're just yes. praying that their hearts would be strengthened to endure the race. Yes. And, and know Absolutely. that God has a great Absolutely. purpose and plan for each of their lives, not to harm them, but give them hope and a future. So praying for this community and uh, their pursuit of holiness and pursuit yes. to grow in a ministry such as Heart and Soul Community. Well, we will do that. Listen, I want to thank both of you, Cornelius and Marisa, for taking the time to be with me today. I know that doing this on uh, a Zoom call was not the easiest uh, a way to do this. Uh, one of these days, I'll have you over to my home and Jamie can make a meal for us uh, right. over here in my Shady Wood studio, you know. Um, I think that's the name I'm going to give this uh, family room. But uh, I love you guys. And uh, I'm convinced the reason you have so many testimonies and stories about what God is doing is because you remain faithful. You remain faithful. And so I just want to honor you guys today by letting you know that. And I'll share your story with other people. Thank you, Cornelius. Thank you, Marisa. Uh, as people get excited about what they're hearing, I think you'll be hearing from some who'll contact Heart and Soul Community Church yeah. in Detroit, Michigan. God bless you. God bless you Thank you guys so much. This has been Punching Holes in the Darkness, a podcast from the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. If you have liked this episode, please rate us and leave a review. That will help others to find us and enjoy these conversations too. And if you subscribe, you will be notified when new episodes are available. Join us next time as we help Michigan churches punch holes in the darkness. Mm -hmm.